Hi all, this is RV Empath and you're listening to the podcast RVE for the HSP, Highly Sensitive Person. Welcome. It is October 1st, 2020. We are in October. Rumor has it from fellow astrologers, October is probably going to be intense, (laughs) but this is not a newsflash, peeps, and this is not meant to scare you either. Um, It's just good to be conscious of the energies that are, you know, there to be had so that we can continue working on ourselves and healing ourselves in the best way we can while balancing out the ongoing and daily stress that is 2020. That's it. And you know, when I know there's going to be a particularly stressful aspect happening, I I tend to stay in. (laughs) I keep my head down, sort of, you know, it's a good day of uh, continuing to heal, certainly, stuff move forward with personal goals if you like but definitely keep it more on the inner i i tend not to interact with others as much (laughs) on days that i know are are going to have um strong stressful aspects and so far that's been working for me so we will move to the astrology portion here shortly And I do want to remind you, I do chapter markers as well, so you can skip ahead if you feel so called. Now today, I kind of wanted to talk again about the subject of breath and the breath of life and how that's been an ongoing theme through this time of change and transformation. Now, the image that came to me the other day again was um, getting caught up in a wave and getting tumbled by the ocean. I don't know uh, how many have personally experienced this, but it's very uncomfortable. It can be super hard. And that's what these big wave surfers have to deal with too. Can you imagine? It's tough when it comes to little waves, not to mention some 60 foot high pounder hello oh my gosh but at any rate (laughs) whether the waves are large or small they have their own special kind of power that you just kind of have to roll with Um, and then you gauge there's because there's that whole suction uh, motion with the wave and And uh, hydraulics, I mean, I don't know the ins and outs of it, peeps, but there's a lot of of energy and pressure, certainly. So you kind of have to wait. You have to hold your breath and you have to uh, relax a bit as much as possible and wait for the time to um, surface again or attempt to uh, remove yourself from the area you're in or the ocean itself. I do want to say there was a time once a few years ago, my husband and I were, were in Maui 
in uh, the Maui Island of uh, the islands of Hawaii. And we were at a beach. I think it's called the Black Sand Beach while driving on the way to Hana. And I stopped, we stopped and I went in the ocean. Now there was another couple in the ocean with me when I first went in. But after a minute or two, they wrapped it up and, and, le- and went onto the beach again. So I was the only one in the ocean. Now they have signs posted warning people about the strength of the ocean. <laughs> so uh, I'm not entirely surprised this happened. But what was interesting is that I was only in a few feet of water really, but deep enough to get submerged. And I got pounded by, um, by a wave and I spun around a bit. It's a bit like being in the washing machine, spin cycle. Uh, aren't we feeling it, peeps? Yes, we are. There is a big metaphor that's happening right now. So be, uh, know that, <laughs> be conscious of that. So then I surfaced again and I tried to stand up or I tried to get out. Maybe I had to swim a little bit to shore. I don't know. Uh, but the point is I was pretty close this whole time. I couldn't, um, I couldn't stand or I couldn't, uh, the, the, the pull and the strength of the waves retreating. I have no idea. (laughs) At any rate, I got pounded again. And I think a third time. Now, the interesting thing about this is that never once did I think of calling for help. My husband and a a bunch of people, frankly, were on the beach. Uh, And this is why I think there are drownings that happen that are so strange. Because it could have happened to me. And it did not even occur to me to cry out for help. Help! You know, I'm drowning! Whatever. It's not like it came into my head and I thought, nah, I don't want to do that. It never even popped into my head. Kind of like when I was choking on the pill once. I, I was on medication and it was a big pill. And I, it got stuck in my windpipe. And it was a bit of a comedy of errors because um, I had to try to communicate that I was choking to my boyfriend at the time. And he did not understand. So I'm telling you, it was nuts. Looking back on it, I mean, I think it's it's funny um, in its own way. I even tried to pick up a pen and write out I'm choking on the pad and I couldn't write. Um, It was the strangest thing. But the only thing in my mind was I can't breathe, I can't breathe, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. It's like nothing else could break through that. And I did not once even think about doing the I'm choking Heimlich X across the throat, which I don't you know, I would think that would be somewhat helpful (laughs) on some level. But I did not think of that once. And I also did not think to ever throw myself over the back of a chair or something to give the Heimlich to myself. That was not even on the periphery of my mind, which is so strange, because one would think it would be there, I would think it would be there. But um, I know that it wasn't. So that's probably good stuff to practice from time to time, peeps, just so that we have it. We can better access that should we actually need the information. 
at any rate, here I am, like virtually drowning in these waves, 15 feet from the beach, um, from shore, and did not think to cry out. So I'm lucky that I did not, um, you know, uh, get dragged out, um, inhale ocean water to the point where I choked, whatever, run out of energy. (laughs) I don't know. Um, But I'm lucky I was able to finally like stagger out of the ocean. And, um, and I knew how close I knew I'd had a close call because I I was um, getting pounded by uh, waves and I I wasn't properly getting air. Um, So what's my point? 2020, this time of change and transformation right now, we are probably feeling like we are individually and collectively getting pounded by waves, okay? including the waves of the coronavirus pandemic. They describe that as being waves. So here's this second wave coming, you know? So certainly look for help. Know that help is there. Um, So you know, connect with God, universal energy, source spirit, God being shorthand for good. That is so important, particularly as a highly sensitive. And then, um, you know, ask for authentic help, look for it, take action in that direction, and you will be met. I'm not the only one to say this, this is um, knowledge and wisdom and advice that has come through the ages of life, okay? So um, frustration equals motivation equals action. But certainly taking action is met with results, okay? So number one is to know to ask for help should you need it and or want it. Uh, Number two, relax into it and, and don't panic. That is also important as much as possible. And you know what helps us get relaxed is clearing our minds, soothing our inner thermostats, clearing our heads every day and doing the best we can to, in whatever way, to be and stay calm and balanced. Very important. And that lends itself to being able to relax, which is self-care, self-nurturance, self-love. De-stressing is uh, a life skill that is necessary um, in these days, peeps. So, um, there's that. What else? Um, Understand timing of things. Like I said, when, when a swimmer gets, you know pulled under by a wave or crushed by a wave or what have you, you kind of have to wait out when to surface again. And um, when to there's a there's a a time period where you can get out of that space and get to a better place. So um, divine timing, organic timing. It's hard to be patient, isn't it? I found that I have said 
Many times I used to think I was patient and the older I get, the older I realize I am not, which is not surprising in this very overstimulated, overstimulating instant gratification world. But it's, it's not healthy and it's not real. So, you know, slow down, learn how to um, cultivate patience, Google it. I'm sure there are whole, there are healers, there are teachers, there are whole um, programs devoted to developing patients, I'm sure, or something related to it, certainly. Continue with healing, our muck and yuck, focusing on the inner. And, um, you know, those are three good things right there. Understand, you know, cultivating patience, understanding organic, healthy timing of things. Um, uh, relaxing into uncomfortable times as much as possible and planning, you know, having a plan as to how to proceed and not panicking. And the first one, what was the first one? Oh yeah, um, knowing to ask for help if necessary. Um, and looking for it anyway. Look, we are all getting help through this in some way, shape, or form. I get help through the YouTube videos that I watch, EFT uh, guided EFT sessions to rid myself of fear. Th this is all help that I'm getting, okay? So it's an individual thing as to getting the help that, that you need. But I guess not being scared to ask others like another person or a, um, a counselor of some sort for help or mentor is what I'm saying. Okay, this talk has gone on long enough. I'm now going to transition to the astrology portion of the podcast. I certainly hope that talk was helpful. It is October 1st. We're in October. This is good, peeps. You know why it's good? Because the closer we get to getting through December the better <laughs> because that is a time when astrological aspects will shift in a definitive way and things will lighten up um, absolutely so because Mars going direct again and Saturn moving into a, a Aquarius to um, to stay or to continue forward so we're wrapping things up in Capricorn, peeps. That big stellium of big boys hanging out in Capricorn. Work, work, work. Work it. All right. Let's see what's going on. Oh, full moon. Hello. <laughs> right. That's right. I was looking at the moon last night. It is a beautiful moon. And it is going to be full in a few hours in the sign of Aries. Now, Aries lends itself to a lot of energy. Aries is uh, personal goals, new beginnings. Now, full moons are generally culminations of things. It's um, looking back at how you've progressed since the new moon, specifically the, new, the Aries new moon, which happened uh, about six months ago. Now, I don't keep track of stuff like that personally, but you can keep track of goals that you've met 
in this past month, I think. That's definitely fair. And how we move forward um, in our lives in different positive ways. So it's good to reflect back on, on what you've done in the past few weeks. Okay? So, and um, put energy towards whatever it is you're working on. It's a good time for that, too, of course. Now, um, we have Venus moving into Virgo tomorrow. And that's a good thing. That's all about our health, our work, our daily routines, being of service. So we'll talk more about that then and look out over the weekend, which is looking pretty good. We have a quintile between Mercury and Jupiter. Jupiter's the good luck planet, the great benefic. Quintiles are places of genius within, so that's good stuff. We'll see how we can use that to work with the Pluto energy as that moves forward. I think that's going to be on the uh, on Sunday. So we got Saturn that went direct a couple days ago. We've got Pluto going direct. Woo, baby! Good stuff ultimately because Pluto is all about healing and transforming our inner muck and yuck. It's our shadow side stuff, power and control issues sex, intimacy, money, shared resources. This is all, you know, sex, death, and taxes, as they used to say, to describe the sign in a succinct way. It is the phoenix rising from the ashes, though. It is transformation and healing on deep levels. The ultimate, the ultimate deep levels, you know? When we can, um, it's life cycles. It's death and rebirth. I mean, coming through something and um, having it broken it broken down and then rebuilding in a, a fresh new way, having fresh life and fresh growth, is that's great. It's beautiful. It's um, so. What am I trying to say? <laughs> moving forward with our new healed transformed selves not perfectly healed there's no such thing peeps remember we're all imperfectly perfect or perfectly imperfect um we and healing is a continual thing to do through life healing and transforming and and um you know, definitely there are different phases of life and there are different times when we will experience it more than others. But I come from the perspective as long as we're still on the earthly plane, waking up and breathing and uh, living our lives, we're meant to continue evolving into our best selves and best lives, right? I'm all about living a best life. And while we're at it, grounding everything in the highest good for all, including ourselves, most benevolent outcome for all, inclu including ourselves. Right? <laughs> right. So, more astrology stuff tomorrow. Let's see what we got going on with the guidance cards. I am going to ground it all in energy for the highest good of all, most benevolent outcome for all right now, and do some conscious breathing as I do that. I encourage you to do conscious breathing as well. I'll be back shortly. Thank you.
Okay, I'm back. So, guidance cards or card for um, for listeners to help what to help us stay focused. What what our list should listeners be? Gosh, what quite? Oh my! Oh my word! Okay, a bunch of cards just fell out, and I wasn't even sure what question I wanted to vocalize. It's like, what should we be aware of? What should we, you know, focus on to help with healing? Okay, so we have the Page of Wands, which is playfulness. The Tower, which is Thunderbolt. I think it's number fourteen in the Major Arcana. The Major Arcana number 10, which is Wheel of Fortune, titled Change. And the Four of Pentacles, titled The Miser. And the Eight of Swords, reversed, titled Guilt. So that's good. Eight of Swords is an intense card of really being stuck. Um, but let's review these. So... Um, how we move forward or what can certainly help is being aware of having a certain kind of playfulness. I've said this before. I think it's really important to continue to love life and the beauty and love that is in life. Um, and to have that ability to play always. Otherwise we get, um, sick, I think. Because being able to play, that is having a certain amount of freedom and innocence and happiness. Which is important to maintain throughout our lives. We all have inner, inner, an inner child within us that remains. So take time to connect and, and, and play. Um, now, uh, Page of Wands is also a youthful inspired energy of creativity and passion you might be getting some good ideas as to what you want to move forward with now the tower card thunderbolt i mean come on that's just self-explanatory at this point <laughs> i mean look every it's like every reading i watch it's tower uh death and um devil cards but yeah this is what people are dealing with right now okay peeps time of change and transformation so the tower points to uh, it can be divine intervention but it's things ending in our lives that need to change it's stuff that's not working for us anyway but <coughs> we've been avoiding for whatever reason so sometimes we get a little nudge uh, wheel of fortune this so this tower card is flanked with playfulness and change changes the wheel of fortune card and that is you know that can be uh that's the wheel turning in our lives that is something closing out and a new chapter beginning a blessed chapter this is like blessings this is good energy peeps coming in and cycling us pushing us to the next cycle the rebirth um so the four of pentacles the miser this can point to us being stuck i think it also points to having a certain level of safety and prosperity. So it reminds me of 
not being it's encouraging us to not be scared to leave our box of comfortability to leave our box of security and comfort in in doing new things in walking to our, our into our best lives in you know constructing our best self and what that means and so that requires change which is a change changes the card right before it so be be aware be conscious of not being stuck in places because we're scared to move forward and eight of swords guilt reversed don't maybe don't be guilty about some of the changes that are occurring in our lives you know that sometimes means leaving relationships jobs places where we uh you know formerly lived and and going to a new moving to a new place um sometimes people can feel super guilty particularly if that has to do with like leaving behind people that we care for and still care for that's the thing you know sometimes in life our lives kind of intertwine and weave together and sometimes people go apart for a while but that doesn't mean it's y'all can't come back together again you know I kind of I sort of stay open to relationships um, in my life and who's meant to there's that whole quote some people are meant people are meant to come into your life for a reason or a season or something else but um, it's kind of always important to just feel thankful and grateful and blessed for the people that we do share our lives with for however long we're meant to share our lives with them and uh, different situations and environments and what have you okay but this is a good card of of not being stuck with it being reversed because reversed uh, in the traditional Rider Waite, it features a woman who's bound um, and has uh, and blindfolded and surrounded by swords. But there's an opening through which she can get out, but she's blindfolded. And it sort of signals to how we are stuck and trapped and confined on, on the inner. You know, we have plenty of stuff within that um, trips us up and keeps us stuck. So, but when it comes out reversed, that's a good sign that we are healing it. So as we continue healing that stuff, be conscious of not getting stuck in the better places. Like once we start getting comfortable, once we get away from that, you know, terrible, uh, agonizing inner torture, whatever it is, we get to a place where we, where we feel better and we might be scared to move on from that place. See what I'm saying? So just be conscious of that. As we um, move through change and transformation and look for the blessings and the good fortune that is there to be had, different uh, abundances and blessings that can come as we move through this thunder, Thunderbolt uh, Tower 2020 and um, retain our sense of playfulness okay wonderful 
Now, let me see. There's a few cards. Yes, no. Okay, nope. Alright, I'm going to continue the shuffle, see if there's any... Um, oh, the Fool was on the bottom of the deck. Also, um, the Fool is having a certain kind of blank slate uh, inspired fresh energy um, moving forward in a, new, in a new way with whatever. So we got to forgive the past and release it also peeps, which look into Ho'oponopono if you haven't already. Hawaiian prayer forgiveness. You know, the the death card keeps popping out at me. Um, so I think I'm meant to bring attention to it, although I don't think I'm I'm going to remove it from the deck quite yet. And the lovers is on the bottom of the deck. So <laughs> this is so uh, um, kind of Pluto feeling you know um, okay but I'm not meant to I, I just wanted to remark on that I'm not going to go into it because a card did fall out it is the six of pentacles now that six of pentacles it was the second card in a fresh shuffle and the first card is the is the transformation card which is death <laughs> so I'm keeping it out this time. Um, but remember, we are in a time of change and rebirth. Um, we are addressing issues having to do with shared resources, that kind of stuff. This is all Pluto uh, control power issues are coming to the forefront. Six of Pentacles is about giving and receiving. It's about like this reciprocal sort of, it's titled compromise. So these two cards together, it's compromise transformation. So we, we may have to work on and develop new ways of being able to compromise. Working together is a very, very valuable skill and necessary thing to have uh, good health in any society. Um, but Six of Pentacles is a, is a nice positive card. Think about how we're giving to the environment around us and the people in our life. How are we um, offering up good healing, positive energy, right? Because that's, that's important. Work on ourselves enough to where we're not stinking up the environment around us. Um, and the Six of Swords just flipped, which is uh, a wonderful card of getting to a better place, um, getting into calmer waters. Ah, isn't that great? Because I had that whole little speech about breath and rolling with the ocean waves and that sort of thing. Very turbulent ocean energy. Six of Swords, quite literally, um, on the Rider Waite card, signifies being on a boat and moving into cool, calm, collected, clear water from a more turbulent kind of wavy um, surface. So this is great. It's getting through um, to the other side of things. Now it's titled The Burden in the Osho Zen, which, you know, it's, it, it, it's tough getting through. It is. 
But there is uh, the other side to this, peeps. Stay focused on that and live our best lives as we are living into our best lives. <laughs> live the best life we can as we're uh, living into our best lives. And then we start waking up and we're like, wow, I really like my life. That's a cool feeling. All right, I think that's it for today. And um, the hermit's on the bottom of the deck, aloneness. Ooh, underneath the hermit is the sun. Innocence. And underneath that is the lovers again. Underneath that is king of wands. And then there's ace of swords. Oh, my word. Okay, peeps. <laughs> there's good stuff to be had, clearly. But we're going through a time of being alone in a lot of ways. Even if you live with people, there's a certain aspect right now to going within. So we're all having our hermit sort of inner uh, journeys. So remember to connect with God, universal energy. The hermit in the traditional Rider Waite holds the lantern that holds the star. And the star is the blessing from God. So look for it, peeps. And then we have the sun. The sun is the happiest, uh, most healing, healthy, whole, abundant, prosperous card in the deck. The sun is the bee's knees, socks, and shoes. <laughs> So, wonderful. Underneath that is the lovers. Oh my gosh. I mean, that's a beautiful energy. Even if it's coming back to oneself. I mean, I tend to think it's not just romantic. It's connecting with our, our inner self in a way that is so healing. And then there's um, abundance and prosperity, cre creativity and, and uh, consciousness. These are gorgeous cards, peeps. So, as we, move, as we move into that, I'm sending you all my best, and thank you for all that you are and do, and keep tuned for more stuff. Look up my free pamphlets, downloadable on the front page of my website. You can get there by rvempath.com. Self-love, the way to self-love, and um, free yourself from fear the fear rocks and how they can help that one is actually 9.99 on amazon my other free downloadable is bring your true love twin flame to you so really cool information um look up astrology bear affirmation bear on alexa through amazon stay tuned for more stuffs as always i send you love and peace and wish you to be safe and well Mwah.